Coming to you live from the darkness of the jungle, it is time for Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast, the August 23rd edition. It's episode 240, and yes, I double-checked that before the show just to make sure so I wouldn't sound like I didn't know what I was talking about. We are in the cover of darkness. We are operating. We're running silent. We're running dark. Yes. We're running silent and dark. How's everybody doing? It's been about an hour and 45 minutes since the Spider-Man Far From Home or No Way Home, whatever, something home trailer came out. I watched it very quickly a little while ago. I was enjoying dinner with my wife and our little boy. And then I, I, I casually perused the Facebook to get ready for the podcast. And I saw literally every other post from my friends was posting the, the, the trailer, which has been delayed. And yes, Adelaide, we are going to hit CM Punk. I, I, I would have let off the show. Oh, I just dropped the plant. I just made noise trying to close the window over here. Yes, we will talk about the man from Chicago, CM Punk. We are going to talk about CM Punk on this show as well. I just dropped the plant, and I don't know if that noise triggered the young man over there who was trying to get to bed. But yes, Far From Home. Or, not Far From Home. That was the last one. No Way Home. Multiverse. Yeah, I, I can see why they um, worked really hard to not put this trailer out before Loki came out. Because we are hitting some real multiversal shit in this. The, 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 stuff that I, the stuff that I speculated during WandaVision is actually now happening. Thanks to the action of the, the events of Loki. And now it's leading us into... This multiversal madness. We got Doctor Strange in Far From Home. And then if you at the end of the trailer, you hear Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin. And then you get to see Alfred Molina's uh, Doctor Octopus. Like we, we'd heard rumblings, we'd heard will, but now we have literal confirmation of these things. It, it's it's pretty crazy. Uh, the, the trailer is, is cool. It's 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 kind of. Uh, I I didn't know what to expect. Uh, I guess I, I didn't know. <laughs> they said he was de-aged. I I wouldn't be surprised. That young man is uh, getting older faster. <laughs> he didn't age those five years. They were away during the blip, which I personally I hate the fact that it's called the blip. But hey, what can you do? That's what they decided. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the trailer looked cool. A whole lot of crazy shit. Uh, I, I don't know, I feel really dumb. I, I didn't know Doctor Strange was going to be involved in this. I, I, I'm sure other people knew. I'm sure it was written somewhere. Like, it, it shows, I, I spend a lot more time playing with my son than researching nowadays. But, it, yeah, that was pretty cool. I, I, I liked the, all the interactions. <laughs> Peter, you, you don't, we, we've saved half the universe together. You don't have to call me sir. <laughs> and the tank calls him Stefan. Yep, that was weird. I'll allow it. <laughs> the, the, the typical uh, glib Marvel humor that so many people love and so many people hate. I don't understand why people don't like the, 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 the fun of the Marvel humor. But uh, yeah, it's it looks really cool. I, I um, It'll be very interesting 
the, all the ramifications from the end of uh, Far From Home with Mysterio. Yeah, yeah, the trailer. Yeah, he was he was clearly messing up the spell. Wait, wait, what about my Emma? Wait, wait, what MJ? What about Ned? What about all my friends? Nope. <laughs> the whole time, Doctor Strange's like, uh, Peter, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to do the thing here, Peter. Shut up, Peter. <laughs> uh, that, it's, yeah, I, I'm pretty excited for this movie. I don't know. We'll we'll see where we are with the Delta variant by the time by when December rolls around <laughs> to see if uh, movie theaters are still open. At that point, or the Sony sign up for whatever service Sony creates. <laughs> but yeah, that was that, that was quite the pleasant surprise uh, today. Because yeah, I, I, a whole lot of Twitter was really complaining about like, oh, we don't have it. Why? Where's that trailer? Where's the trailer? It's been. It, uh, I guess it was leaked this morning, and Fox was trying to scrub it from the internet. But I, they just they look quick. <laughs> The quickest way to get rid of a shitty trailer from the internet is put the actual one out, and people will stop looking at the shitty trailer. <laughs> yeah. Or I guess I don't know. Some people say that they, they deliberately let that with that that crappy recorded it looked like it was recorded on a smartphone from tw from two thousand and five. Yeah, but yeah, that trailer looks cool. Oh, CGI Potter. I saw you 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 made a post about it as well. You, you did your ticket taker post that you like to like to do. Um, yeah, so I, I, I'm pretty excited for that movie. But as our friend Adelaide alluded to in the front, the, the thing I, I, I want to talk about, the most exciting to me, they're doing the opposite with Shang-Chi. <laughs> yeah, there's... Oh, yeah, I'm just... I'm, I'm pretty excited for Shang-Chi myself. I, I, I don't know if I get to go to a theater to watch it. I know our, our good friend uh, Pete Molini. He, he he's having a uh, he's having a screening through his comics. I guess he's using his connections as as the mayor of comics. He's having a screening over in Monterey Park. And it's a private, uh, it's a twenty person screening. Unfortunately, uh, he's doing it on a Thursday night, which is a no go for us. Uh, he he had told us he was debating between Saturday and and, and Thursday for Shang Chi, and I was like, if it was Saturday, we could have got a babysitter, but. It's a Thursday. Thursday's a no-go for us. They're letting people do early reviews, which means the movie doesn't suck. Oh, yeah. oh one of my movie reviewer friends, uh, he, he already saw it, and he, he gave it very high price. What is this? This is darkness, everybody. Darkness. Am, am I still too loud? I'm still too loud. I'm keeping Tiger up. So now we have to go super quiet. Now there's a red light on my face because I'm holding the mic closer. What do we do in the shadows? Yes. What do we do in the shadows? <laughs> a, a rare sighting uh, of the wife. I think you've only been visually on the show on the Black Lives Matter episode. I think mean, that was the last time you were on the show. You see? Over a year ago. You've been busy being a mom. Oh, yeah. A busy, busy bee. You've been a busy bee. The red light of the microphone. Yeah, it'll, I, I just like I, I felt like I couldn't turn on the light because he wasn't asleep yet. So freaking out the other day when we saw. The what do we see? Christmas decorations at Costco. Yeah, the cross. And yeah. I was like, what? No, those those were harvest wreaths. Those are not those are not Christmas wreaths. Oh, those were harvest no, wreaths. No, no, no. No, but the bows. Oh, I didn't see the bows. The, yeah, yeah. I saw I saw the That's harvest wreath. Oh, like 
Christmas wrapping stuff now. The Costco, like they got ahead of it. I mean, they already had the the, the Halloween costumes. We saw a nice Spider-Man costume, stuff? which yeah, Ty will grow into. And that that's what these monster places do. It's horrible. <laughs> they're, they're they're ahead of the curve, a little too you far ahead. Monster. What? You had the best monster lighting right now. A monster. You've got monster lighting. Monster lighting. Hello. Mr. Inouye used to talk about that, wasn't it? He did the phot- photography. Yes, right? Mr. Inouye. Yeah. We did like the monster lighting. Monster lighting. Class, yeah. That was really fun. Speaking of sure, rats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, so for all my, I, I guess, I, I don't know if we heard about it after the uh, last week's episode. I think it might have been after last week's episode. Uh, see, see, Ryan, you, you probably know about this. And I'm sure if Daniel. <laughs> And Damon join us at some point. I'm sure they've heard about it. I saw them putting comments up. Or, po- or um, our, our, our old high school. Good old. Our, I know. Our, you, you went to sure too as well. And you didn't do all four years like the, like, like the rest of us here. But you, you, you were also an alumnus. Mm-hmm. Our old sure high school. Sure high in Montebello. They did not get to reopen. If you didn't hear. I'm assuming Jai you didn't hear. And I'm, I don't know. Adelaide, I don't know if you heard either. Good old C building. <laughs> uh, sure, high school's C building is infested with rats. Just apparently, just it's a massive infestation. Uh, I saw I saw Mr. LeBeau post. I guess it, it's been a problem for the last fifteen years. So I guess when we were there, that it wasn't a major problem. Yeah, it, yeah. I guess when we were there, it wasn't. It wasn't clean, but it wasn't that bad. Oh, I lost my other light. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember the the, the, the back. I, I would never take the, 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 the back left stairs of C building because people were always pissing in there. But, but that, that that's all I remember of the uncleanliness. I mean, Mr. Mono's science class was usually pretty filthy, but that was from science. So. But, but beyond that, uh, no, it was like rats. They, they couldn't open the school. The school is shut down for an undetermined amount of time. Blah. Blah. I have lights now. There go the rats. The rats are leaving now. I guess they need, to, they need to do that. Sure, they need to turn on the lights, apparently. I'll keep holding this because we have better audio. What? Your plans fell. Did it break? I can't see. I was closing the window, and I didn't know that the plant was up there. Did it break, break? The, the, the pot? Not, no, the pot is fine. But, but the, the plant, plant is in pieces. Like spilled all over. Yeah, that, that particular stairwell was very bad. What? Is I still too loud? But yeah, sure, hi. Uh, it's, you know, like I, they were saying it's going to be two weeks. Man, I think it's going to take like two months. There's no way you get rid of that that big of a problem. Like yes, yeah, so Mr. LeBeau said there's a, there's been all these ongoing problems that the, the district has been ignoring for like for the past 10, 15 years. They just kept pushing the problems off. And you know, since no one was at the school for the last year, the rats are like, well, I guess this is where we live now. <laughs> I, I I hope the rats had an orgy in my old honors world lit class. I really I hope they did. I hope they just destroyed that particular classroom. I hated Honors World Lit. I won't even say the name of the teacher. If you went to shirt at that time, you know who I'm talking about. The one that talks about her dogs all the time? 
No, that that that's just regular. What do you call it? That that that's just regular senior English. No, not not the one. This is a different one. I had her. <laughs> I I saw her reply to Mr. LeBeau's freaking comment, and I was like, ah, she exists. No, I mean she still exists. I mean, no, she retired apparently, but for I, I did a bit of a deep dive. I'm like, ah, you monster! How dare you continue to exist? She was horrible. She used to pick on my ass. She made me sit next to her fucking desk for like a couple weeks because I was so uh, freaking insubordinate. Like I just I had to move my desk next to her desk and I had to look at the class the whole time. It was awkward. I pulled out my, my copy of Slam magazine and just sit there and read it instead of reading The Color Purple or, or freaking, what, 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 I'm trying to think what other Honors World Lit class stuff, you know, was it, uh, Crime and Punishment or, yeah, there's a lot of different books where I just ignored. What? Well, as long as the, the teachers don't pick on Ty, Tiger will be fine. <laughs> if the teacher, if the teachers nourish and encourage, uh, nurture, not nourish, <laughs> if the teachers nurture and encourage Ty, then like, like a Mr. LeBeau or Mr. Narumi, then everything will be fine. But if they're horrible monsters like Miss Bonda, <laughs> or Brave New World. Oh, I liked Brave New World, but that was like, I think I read that in the summer. <laughs> I think that I, I think I read Brave New World in the summer going into that class, and I think that was the only book I liked from that class. <laughs> no, I think I think my problem wasn't the literature. I think my problem was the teacher. <laughs> only class I should have gotten F, and I didn't. <laughs> I was I was supposed to get an F. I was trying to get an F in that class, but they gave me a D, which back then in honors counted as a C, so it didn't really hurt me. <laughs> C's get degrees. That's how I got my degree. But yes, sure high. I hope that old honors world class is ruined forever. I know there's probably a different teacher there, but hey, it doesn't matter now. <laughs> yeah, I realize most of our teachers, it's been like 20 years, so I think most of them are retired. <laughs> what, uh, you, you have a thought? Mr. Kim? Mm -mm. No. no. It was the new guy. It was oh. the new guy that all the girls like fawned over because he Mr. Jordan? Reminded them of like Keanu Reeves. Oh, that wasn't Mr. Jordan. Definitely not sure. Uh, I don't know what he's but um, yeah, he might not be retired yet. Oh, well, maybe I'm sure. <laughs> Ryan LeBeau taught my mom. Yeah, <laughs> see, LeBeau was there for a long time. <laughs> now he travels the world, or he was traveling the world before the pandemic. But all right, let's let's. Right, but the, the the well for me the biggest piece of news from this past weekend, uh, as as some of you know, I, I do love me some professional wrestling, not necessarily sports entertainment. No, because there was some sports entertaining happening this weekend as well. But I think we watched a whole ten minutes. I I, I put on the John Cena versus uh, Brock uh, <laughs> Brock versus Roman Reigns for my wife because she loves her she loves her some some John Cena. We watched that, and that, that that was a bit of an opera of a match. But no, no, no. The, the biggest thing that happened was this past Friday, where we CM Punk came back after seven years of being away from professional wrestling. He, he, he came back. 
uh, personally, he's one, he was my. I, I kept trying to explain to my wife why he was significant or why he mattered, and I, I, I thought about earlier today. I, I finally do have an explanation for for you why people like CM Punk, and I, cause I, I listened to a couple of podcasts at work today. People like him, honey, because people can relate to him. He's very relatable to the normal human. <laughs> he says what he thinks. And also something that the one, one of the podcasts said, like, the, the reason people like him is because he doesn't lie to your face. <laughs> he tells you what he thinks. <laughs> and you do that over a sustained amount of time, and people respect you. <laughs> people know that you're not full of shit. <laughs> I think that's one of the big reasons why so many people love and respect Mr. Punk because he's not full of shit like so many of these other pro wrestling characters or pro wrestling people. I don't I I'm I'm watching it on the screen down here. I can see my levels. I am not popping. I'm not going in I'm not redlining. Uh, my my producer over here. I'm like I I I know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yeah, that, that's right, Adelaide. Uh, he's relatable like Stone Cold Steve Austin standing up to his boss. But this this was literally more meta where that was a more of a a fictional standing up to the boss. Uh, uh, CM Punk was very much actually standing up to his boss several times to the point where he just had to quit. <laughs> or, or as he said on Saturday, I, I was never I, I was never going to get better if I stayed at the place that kept making me sink. <laughs> Would CM Punk apologize to China? Oh, like a like a certain Mr. Cena. <laughs> Probably not. I, I'm pretty sure Mr. Punk wouldn't put himself in position to <laughs> to 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 have to be um, kowtowing to China. <laughs> Even though Punk is has has been he's he's acting. He he's in that new wrestling show uh, Heels that's on Stars. He's been doing a lot of independent movies. But uh, I think uh, I think old Punker would be smart enough to not put himself in a position where he can he can say whatever he wants without fear of of Hollywood um, lambasting him. I'm, I'm, he, he, Punk is very focused on carving out his own little niche. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I, I don't envision uh, Mr. Punker showing up on Fast 10 or Fast 11 <laughs> and having to, to to do those kind of press junkets. The the international press junkets. No, it's, it is it is very surprising. Even though um, the it was very surprising that he came back because for years he had said that he he, he really had no well years ago he had no interest and then recent I guess in the last couple of years he had said you know he'd come back for the right reason he 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 wouldn't come back for money he'd come back if it was something creatively stimulating because that 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 was his thing he wanted to do stuff that. That he wanted to do like it wasn't just necessarily oh let's just show up and do dumb shit like in WWE uh, it was funny like that was like really the only show, like he was not gonna get better if he kept going to the place that made him sick that's why he stayed away even though I'm sure maybe Vince probably tried to put out some offers like, hey why don't, you, why don't you come back here punk we'll, 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 we'll make good for everything it's like no it, it's, it, there's been several interviews where punk has said no just Vince says whatever he thinks he needs to say to get you to do what he wants, and then he doesn't follow through. That was, I guess that was one of Punk's biggest problems with old VKM. Was that he was like, oh, pal, I owe you one. I know you're hurt, but okay, can, you go to, can you go to Europe? We need you to pump this up. We need you to pump, pump the, the, the crowd likes you. We need to sell some tickets. We need, we, we need Punk. 
it was funny because there was like this acknowledgement that he was a star, but they didn't treat him like a star, so to speak. He'd, he'd want time off. He'd, he'd want like there was all these outside interests in him because because he relates to so many people. He 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 gathers more mainstream um, action than your than your average WWE superstar. I mean. Uh, like he he's not you know rock or more recently like Cena, but he 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 does move the needle, as you know he they they got over a million people to watch a wrestling show on Friday night at 10 p.m. on TNT on cable. That that was a miracle in and of itself. Uh, I'm sure that this Wednesday they're expecting a pretty big number for AEW Dynamite, but you know. It, it, it's cool. I, I I'm very happy for him. I I, I listened to the this in, the, they did an entire press conference after the the, the show on on Friday, or it was Punk and uh, AEW president and general manager Tony Khan. They talked to the press via Zoom for about an hour, and yeah, it's like they they were asking all the uh, pertinent uh, smart mark questions, so to speak. You know, there were the super smart fans who who, who think they know everything. Uh, they were asking all those questions of how did they get here, and and uh, I guess you know Tony said no, he he had been talking to Punk for almost two years, and I guess I guess it would have happened sooner, but that they didn't want to bring him back when there was uh, no crowd during the pandemic time well, during the pandemic of the last year. I guess they they yeah they've been talking for a while, and and they they pulled the trigger and and they did they were able to. There was a lot of happy, as, as, as they were saying, there were, a lot, there were a lot of happy accidents that happened. A little, or I guess other people would call it coincidence. Oh, it just oh, lucked out. Like, oh, the, they started this second show. Oh, and then the, the following Friday, after the first show, they ha- oh, the United Center was available. Punk, oh, United Center's in Chicago. He's from Chicago. Uh, I, I think uh, what I really loved about the whole thing... Uh, was uh, they 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 kept uh, they kept doing allusions to like Michael Jordan coming back, <laughs> like it happened in United Center, it happened in Chicago. They did the press release. I'm back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The two year comment was yeah, because like I think just before the just before the pandemic, Punk had done uh, he had done a one of those Q and As at at Starcast, and he he kind of like was brushing everything off. Uh, of like coming back to return to the ring, he, I, I guess, and that was just him, you know, you know, downplaying it because I'm sure they genuinely wanted a big surprise moment. But uh, as they also said during the press conference, like, oh, they, they, it was, this is the worst kept secret. They, they, you know, it's like they wanted people to know, but they also didn't want to like confirm. Like it's like, oh, we, it was a poorly kept secret. You know, it's like oh, a month ago, everyone's like, oh, Punk coming back to AEW confirmed. I guess they're putting all the wheels in motion for all this stuff, and so then they kind of let the word get out. <laughs> they didn't—they didn't lock it down like many other their surprises. It was a—it was an open secret because they—they wanted to make sure people kind of knew, and then they built up the anticipation. And unlike WWE, instead of building people's hopes and then crushing them, they—they they built up people's hopes, and then uh, I guess just before the they went live. On TNT on Friday, Tony Khan came out to the live audience and told everybody, "Oh, you know, we, I want to make sure you everybody knows we we we're not going to send you home disappointed tonight." <laughs> and then he goes back in the back. They they cut to a rampage intro, and then the the crowd's chanting CM Punk's name, and then boom, 
Living Colors, Cult of Personality hits, and Out Comes Punk, and one of the loudest pops I've, I've ever heard. <laughs> like I, I rewatched it a few times earlier today. It was just it, it was crazy. The, the the crowd was like was was molten. I, I it it was out of control. It's like they they. they the crowd was so loud. They 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 were louder than the music playing. <laughs> you could barely hear Cult of Personality in the background. And the crowd is just going banana. They just lost their freaking minds. <laughs> it, it was cool to see. Like even like I I had watched it on my phone uh, Friday night when it ha- a little bit after it happened I, I was checking twitter we, we were out and about friday night so I, I was i was checking twitter frantically every opportunity i had to to see i'm like i'm like they're going to do it they're going to do it right because like the, the the earlier that day it was like oh what if what if punk doesn't come out what if this was just one big hoax and everyone like because it got leaked they're going to push it back a bit not going to do it in chicago but yeah it was yeah the punk trended number one on Twitter for like 24 hours it was insane people were still losing their shit the next day about it and I think even like even today it was like uh, like he was still tr- trending pretty high on Twitter even though it's like three four days ago it was, it was pretty as, as, as I, I'm a big fan yeah it's like See right there, Adley. You you said what I was thinking. You know, there's a lot of lapsed friends and coworkers. Like you know, <laughs> they reach out to you because you're the wrestling fan. They're like, oh, I heard this guy's back because you know, it was like like ten years ago when the summer when the the WWE summer of punk happened. He he broke into the mainstream when he 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 left Money in the Bank with the belt. <laughs> he I remember I was at that Comic Con where he crashed the WWE panel and asked a question because he oh he had technically quote unquote quit. He wasn't a part of the company, or at least, or so we thought. <laughs> During that, the <sighs> it was insane. It was uh, so freaking cool. Uh, like that was the last time people out, because people outside of wrestling are getting interested, and that that's when you know you've hit like a touchstone. Because because you know, punk, I mean, he's literally punk rock. He's freaking anti-establishment he's freaking counterculture and he just inspires people either I guess what the what, what was the tagline he was the voice of the voiceless back then <laughs> yeah just uh, standing in line waiting to ask a question see it see it uh, hey um, it's Phil from Chicago I'm here to ask a question <laughs> Yeah, just no. It, it, like I, I, as an as a longtime wrestling fan, I, who I, I've been falling out of love with the business for a while. I just like I, I still passively follow it. I listen to a few like funny wrestling podcasts, but this this is cool. I mean, I, I'm not gonna go sign up for Sling so I can watch AEW. I mean, I I, I catch. I mean, I catch whatever I can via their YouTube shows, their podcast, and then they they do put up a lot of clips of their other shows on their YouTube page. Like, like, like I said, oh, I, I knew I didn't have to sit and watch Rampage. I knew they were going to post up videos of it. And yeah, like I got to watch everything I wanted to watch <laughs> very easily. They, they, they think the following day, their YouTube page had the intro, his, you know, 10 minute promo 
and then the, the, the they had the press conference and everything. They're they're very good at the social media thing. They're they're they they don't do like stupid shit like WWE. They they they, they it it's a wrestling company that actually tries to reward their fans, which after years and years of dealing with WWE where like they where they punish their fans which that, that's what happened <laughs> it's like it, the, the opposite happened on Saturday night where uh, I, 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 like I said uh, we, we we literally only caught the last match and that was by design I was like oh, okay we, we only want to watch the Cena match and we, I, was, I just put it on for the wife I didn't know what happened earlier I, I went to check Twitter later to see what had gone on during the show and uh, one one of my recent favorites of Bianca Belair, she had you know she won the title at WrestleMania, and then she had been. It seemed like they were they were pushing her to the moon, and then all of a sudden this past Saturday they had a they brought back Becky Lynch from her um from her maternity leave, and she beat Bianca clean as a sheet in thirty seconds, and set Black Wrestling Twitter afire with that. Oh man. Black Wrestling Twitter was fucking livid. They were big mad. I, I had not seen such a group of people enraged in a long while. Just it's such a, it's like the like the opposite feelings that people had about CM Punk the night before. It was like that was that's what was happening. It's like what, it's like Vince McMahon don't care about black people. Look at what they're doing to the black champions. It's like whoa, just. They kofied her just like where the the first episode of SmackDown on Fox where they had Brock Lesnar murder Kofi in twelve seconds. It's like they 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 did essentially the same thing, and now everyone's like, okay. Like, there's a lot of WWE apologists saying, oh, just wait and see what happens. Wait and see what happens. And I think I even jumped. I'm like, we we know how this goes. We we saw it a year or two ago with Kof. It's like. They don't give a shit. They're just gonna. Oh, our new toy is back. Oh, we we needed a big return. We need, they did a couple of big returns on Saturday in response. They brought back Becky and, uh, and then Vince, I guess, wrote the check he needed to write to bring bring Brock Lesnar back. So, uh, I think on Twitter I loved how uh, there there was someone had uh, photoshopped. It was like custody of Paul Heyman, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. <laughs> custody papers on a ladder match. <laughs> They're going to fight for custody of Paul. <laughs> Cuz wait, Paul Heyman, that's that was Brock's guy, but now he's he's Roman's tribal council. What? They're going to fight? What side is Paul Heyman going to be on? <laughs> it, it was pretty funny during the the Cena and and, and Roman Reigns match uh my, my wife i get you know she's like that, that guy in the, the guy paul heyman in the background like his, his facial expressions he's like he's so animated and I'm like why is he so good i'm like because he's been doing it since before we were born and i was like oh you're not gonna believe this but he used to be skinny and have a full head of hair and i one quick google image search and i showed her and she, she couldn't believe that like <laughs> in, the, in the 70s <laughs> young paul heyman who who had was a photographer and getting himself into the wrestling business by selling photos to Vince McMahon's dad. <laughs> uh, was a, he's a, he was a young man, full head of hair and, and skinny as a rail, <laughs> and who became the, the, the walrus that we know him as today. <laughs> it was, it was, it, wrestling's funny. It, it's, yeah, this past weekend was such a great example how 
wrestling is like people always say, oh it's fake and it's you know no it, it, it's not about the the physical stuff it does matter but it, that's not the that's not why you're there you're there for the emotion the the roller coaster ride that wrestling can take you on or like friday night there was people literally crying at the united states there's, there's that one dude who who got who the, the camera found and he was crying his eyes out tears of joy that that this punk had come back from his self-imposed exile and then 24 hours later you know like the the crowd well according to um, according to black twitter black wrestling twitter the, the crowd was deflated after like, like you, it was a good pop for becky lynch coming oh wow awesome she's back and then she murders bianca in 30 seconds like what the fuck was that it's like it's like this is an example of how to do the opposite how to just Make everybody sad as fa- sad and mad as fast as possible. How how quickly can we ruin things? And it's just oh, you, you take the excitement over at Bianca's run and the excitement of Becky's comeback, and then you do a thirty second match, and all of a sudden we've ruined two things within thirty seconds. <laughs> it's like that 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 is the cusp of of, of this of this this art. <laughs> extreme love and extreme anger like what the fuck (laughs) I had no words for for my wrestling friends on on, on Saturday when when that was happening and other stuff happened last night because uh, it was funny because I was trying to figure out well, why did they do SummerSlam on Saturday? I guess you know the the, the football stadium was available on Saturday. I didn't realize this is how poorly it was promoted. I didn't realize there was an NXT show last night. I was like, oh, all right. That is, I thought the NXT Takeover show was like next weekend or something. Oh, they're not going to do it the same weekend. So I'm like, oh, they're doing it on Saturday. So I guess NXT Takeover isn't today. It's probably in a couple weeks. Nope, they did a Takeover on Sunday, and yeah, who cares? <laughs> I, I didn't watch one iota of it, even though like I, I was, I'm still passively following NXT. That's that's supposed to be the better brand, but after they fired a whole bunch of people and indicated that they're they're just gonna bring in muscle heads and and hot models again, they're going they're taking it back to 2008. <laughs> we don't want people with skill. We want big muscles and big boobs. Because you know what? Good wrestling doesn't sell, according to Vincent Kennedy McMahon. We're not making any stars. I need stars with big pecs and women with big boobs. Yeah. Because ah. even though Vince is like 70-something, he's still a 15-year-old boy in his head. <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's the best way to describe VKM. He's the world's oldest teenager. <laughs> I like a good fart joke. Hey, let's, let's take that guy. Let's make him piss himself. See, I see that the key. That's the that's the only match I want to watch. Uh, Ilya versus Walt Walter, a Russian and a and an Austrian murdering himself, murdering each other. Yeah, two thousand eight wrestling was very not cool. I know I was a wrestling fan then too. It was, it was, it was there were some rough years to be a wrestling fan. But yeah, it's it, it, it it's it, it's interesting. Uh, the, uh, you know, if you if you go to my Twitter at DreGB Podcast, you see a, a lot of stuff. I'm I'm usually interacting with a lot of, of 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 wrestling content or wrestling adjacent content. That's that's what I'm primarily doing. Or 
it's very wrestling adjacent because there's all these wrestling personalities <laughs> on the lower end Twitter that I interact with, and I, I, I try to make them laugh. That, that, that's like my primary goal. <laughs> try to say something silly in response to whatever silly thing they're saying. <laughs> but no, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to see where this CM Punk thing is going. Uh, yeah, like I said, I'm, I, I'm not going to go out of my way to pay Sling thirty bucks a month so I can <laughs> watch. Uh, uh, TNT. Oh, Sam, you're not tangenting. You missed. You we uh, <laughs> we saw it already. We talked about it at the beginning of the show, Sam. You know how this show works. <laughs> Sam, we, we we talked about it the first 10, 15 minutes of the show. We we already talked about the Spider-Man trailer. <laughs> it happened. Oh, Point Cow Wrestling. <laughs> VPN. Oh, oh, VPN for the the fight pu- f- uh, for fights uh, little uh, international deal, <laughs> ten bucks a month. W- watch all of the ADA coming in and just pretend, uh, and just pretend. Oh, I'm not in America. I'm in Europe. I have a VPN. See, you, you assume that I have technical prowess. I barely have enough technical prowess to make all this work, <laughs> and that's just from watching Sam do this for for two years. I can barely do this. It took another two years for me to get the audio clean on this thing. <laughs> uh, me, setting up a, a foreign VPN. Yeah, it's like you're asking me to to, to perform brain surgery. <laughs> No, uh, I'm not adding on. I think even now I'm contemplating getting rid of my my, my New Japan World right now because I haven't been using it enough. <laughs> I don't I don't have my Fire Stick to watch my New Japan, so I have to watch it on my phone if I want to watch it. But no, pro wrestling is is in a very uh, interesting place right now. It's a this was this was a big boost. For 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 a big person, and then uh, da- uh, allegedly Daniel Bryan will probably be coming out at the the New York show that AEW has, and uh, apparently they have another big signing. I don't know if it's gonna be Adam Cole, baby, or if it's gonna be Ric Flair after he he does his NWA commitments. Uh, so yeah, it's it if you, if you love independent wrestling, yeah, uh, yeah, the guy like he had said uh, we we we, our, we, had, we used to have our little group that we got together to watch wrestling and. Uh, even during the, the the not so great, you know, I want to say like freaking 2015, 20, like we we watched a bunch of cool stuff. I mean, it wasn't cool stuff. It was cool because we were watching it together. It was bad. Like that one really bad WrestleMania where all the good guys lost. Like Zack Zack Ryder won, and after that, every bad guy won. <laughs> it's like WrestleMania is where the good guys are supposed to win, not all the bad guys. I remember just sitting there like everything after that was a disappointment, but we, we entertained each other by talking shit about what was happening in front of us. You know, our old uh, point count wrestling friends, uh, uh, Kiet and Lamar, and Jai would pop in, Josh Jackson, JC, <laughs> uh, all of our buddies we used to get together. Uh, I'll even acknowledge Noah. <laughs> yeah, we just we all get together and just, you know, bond over bad wrestling. <laughs> It, wrestling doesn't have to be good as long as you have good friends watching it with you and you all just collectively pull down your pants and shit all over it then it becomes good <laughs> it could be a bad Wrestlemania <laughs> yeah Lily uh, remember when Lily came and watched the Royal Rumble and we're like alright everybody tone it down a bit <laughs> oh Noah and the Hardy Boys oh yeah that's right that, that one Wrestlemania in Orlando man 
I was, what, 34? Oh, no, I think 34 was New Orleans. 33 was Orlando. All I know is that it was one of those, I think, I don't know if it was the, I think it was the, the, the Dallas WrestleMania. That was like the super disappointing one where everything just sucked from top to bottom. <laughs> All the way up to the end where I think it was like what Roman Reigns versus, uh, Roman Reigns versus uh, freaking Undertaker. Or was that the following year? See, I, I can't even keep it straight anymore. And I, I'm not going to. Uh, pull up the WrestleManias on my computer here live and give you guys a whole bunch of dead air. All I know is like there there was one WrestleMania where whichever one was the one that opened with the Intercontinental Title ladder match and, and Zack Ryder won out of nowhere. Or that WrestleMania, everything was like downhill for us after that. But we we, we carried each other through it. I know that San Francisco WrestleMania it kind of sucked too until like Seth Rollins came out and stole everything with the freaking money in the bank. And he he made a bad pay per view seem okay because he 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 stopped the bad main event of Brock versus uh was it was it thirty three the Ultimate Thrill Ride with with with, with Zack Ryder at the front. And everything sucked after that. Thirty three was the Ultimate Thrill Ride. Thirty four was New Orleans Part Two. They had it wetted in New Orleans again. Because everybody loved WrestleMania 30. That was like the last really good WrestleMania. Although, I think 35, like, I think that, that was the last one where all of our buddies, we all got together. We went to Kiet's awesome restaurant, the recess room. Oh, Orlando was the. Uh, oh, thank you, Kiet. Yeah. Thank you, Warren, and thank you, Kiet. That was the Orlando WrestleMania. That was the one that kind of sucked ass. But I, that, that was the same one with the Hardys return. But I think the. Well, all, all I remember, I remember, I remember Josh saying, "31 was Seth Rollins. 31, that was uh, San Francisco, San Francisco slash Palo Alto slash wherever they built the the Niner Stadium. That that was a good one. 31, 32 was was Dallas. That one sucked too. Uh, I know. I think I had this discussion with some, with some uh, this wrestling chat I'm in, and I think I was mixing up 32 and 33. Uh, the, as we get older, our brains don't work as well. But yeah, but there was there was some crap. Yeah, the 33 was in the Hardys returned. <laughs> Sorry, the, the the night after they they lost the ROH belts to to the Young Bucks, and they they showed up to WrestleMania the next day. That was, that was some exciting stuff back then. Yeah, 33, the, the, the New Day was hosting. <laughs> Man. Re re wrestling can be awesome, but wrestling can also suck. But, eh, what can you do? It's pro wrestling. You know, what, what? the one thing for sure about pro wrestling, pro wrestling is gay. <laughs> Just look up a wrestler, Effie. <laughs> Or was it Tommy Dreamer saying, yeah, pro wrestling's not, that's not gay, it's pro wrestling. <laughs> oh. Well, I don't know where to go after that. <laughs> Please be sure to check out all of our videos on YouTube. Uh, I think uh, I didn't live stream today, but I did make sure to post up a video from last week. Where uh, today uh, on our YouTube page, I posted up me fighting Soda Popinski in the uh, Wii, Nintendo Wii punch out which i still advocate i don't know why nintendo hasn't put out a newer version of punch out it has been 12 years since that one came out you would think somebody over there 
has half a brain like hey, you know what would be really great on the switch let's do a remaster of that punch out game The blindfolded speed run of, of, of Punch Out. Oh no, I, I don't want to watch that. That that's someone who has like, the hearing of Daredevil, because that's the only way you could do a blindfold speed run. It's like you have to hear every freaking, you know, the different sounds of every puncher movement and every grunt. That, that 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 that's honestly that's the only way I beat Soda Popinski in that video. If you go go check out that video, I it, it I fight Soda Popinski twice. The first one did not go well, <laughs> to say the least. I mean, and then I told the story about like the, the first time I I fought in him in that game back in two thousand nine. Oh, you're talking you're you're talking Mike Tyson's punch out. <laughs> They've done um speed runs of all three versions. Oh, I presume you know NES, Super NES, and Wii. No, it's like, uh, <laughs> uh, because at, at the end of the day, it's um, it's not a boxing game. It's a puzzle game, and it's also a rhythm game, <laughs> which theoretic theoretically I should be good at, but I am not. <laughs> I I can beat the regular mode in, in Punch Out, but there, there's there's that there's that second run through on Wii, where you get to fight them all upgraded. You get to fight. Glass Joe with with headgear and protects his glass jaw. Ha. And everyone else is powered up in some way, shape, or form. Uh, King Hippo has a has a manhole cover taped to his taped to his belly so you can't punch him in the guts. <laughs> yeah, that 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 the the, the, the I, f- I forget what they call it. The the like def- I think it was like something about like title defense mode. We were like, oh yeah, you win the title, you beat Mr. Sandman. Now you have to defend it against everyone all over again, and they're all better. <laughs> I don't know how far I'm going to get in that because each week I've been. I think tomorrow morning I'm probably going to live stream my my battle against Bald Bull. I don't know how well that's going to go because <laughs> I think he's going to beat the shit out of me too. <laughs> and we'll see if I can dust off. Some some old fighting skill because I, I I sucked it up against Soda Popinski I I figured it out I'll just say that please go check out that video it's a, it's a fun one and I'm I'm pretty sure tomorrow morning I'll live stream me versus uh Bald Bolt that'll show up on YouTube later this week or next week yeah but please make sure go go check that out YouTube search for Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast we have a whole lot of gaming videos there make sure you check out all of our content on social media we uh, you can find me at at Dre GP Podcast on Twitter on Instagram and oh well if you're not watching this live on Facebook like my friends are doing here you can find us on Facebook as well at Dre GP Podcast um, make sure to check out our stores. We have a store on Etsy. Search for Dre's Geek Philosophy. We have a store on Depop. If you use the Depop app, we have a store there where we sell a bunch of video game shirts. Um, Dre GP Podcast as well, or Dre. I think it's just Dre's Geek Philosophy on on both uh, Depop, uh, Depop and Twitter on, and, and Etsy. And of course, we also have an eBay store, which I need to restock. If you if you're looking for some rare video games or some not so rare video games, uh, search for SoCal Clone 32 on eBay. The the wife has made me well. I should be promoting all of our stores. 
you know, Etsy, Depop, and eBay. If you want to, that's a way to help the the store, help the show directly. Go to one of our stores and and buy something. A bunch of video game shirts on Depop, uh, video game art on on Etsy, and literal video games on eBay. We we're trying to create several streams of revenue. That's how you become a millionaire. <laughs> you need at least like six or seven streams of revenue. <laughs> Right now, though, the revenue is very low from those streams, but hey, we've sold a couple shirts. We've sold some games. Etsy, I think I've sold some art once in a while. We're hoping this holiday season will be bigger for our Etsy store. And then finally, if you want to be like uh, Ryan Tanaka and Dangawong, if you want to directly contribute to the show, please go to patreon.com and search for Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. And I do believe it's patreon.com forward slash Dre's Geek Philosophy if you want to find it that way as well. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you for our live commenters on Facebook. You guys help keep the show rolling when we're going live. If it's just me and the camera, uh, I, the show would literally not be as good. But thank thank you all who, who chimed in live. Let's, let's see. We had Ryan Tanaka. Let's give credit to everybody here. Adley Sanchez, we had Kiet Pham, we had Sam Zia, we had Warren Lung. Let me see, does that cover everyone who commented live? I do believe that covers everyone. Thank you all for, for coming in and watching live and chiming in. Your, your, your conversation helps keep the conversation going. Thank you very much. Thank you for watching. We'll, we'll catch you guys. We'll be live on our gaming channel uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, and hopefully each of the mornings at some point, uh, I couldn't do it today. We were very busy. Uh, Mondays are, are very hard at work for me to stream. And we'll see how many videos I can get in during during the holidays. Mondays right now are tough. Um, the holiday season, it might be a little rougher trying to get, get those daily gaming videos up. But we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Thank you for watching. Make sure to catch all our videos. And we'll see you guys next time. And if you're listening to the audio and you got this far, thank you, question mark.